0: Support for this podcast comes from Smart Water. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smart Water Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smart Water Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Hey, everyone. Ellie here with an exciting new announcement. My next book is now officially available for pre-orders. It is called Untouchable, How Powerful People Get Away With It, and it comes out in January, but we are up now. You can order it if you like this podcast. If you enjoy my newsletters, you will love this book. I've got some interesting behind-the-scenes DOJ reporting in there as well. Can't wait for you to see it, really. You can find it anywhere now, Amazon, or wherever you get your books, Can't wait for you to check it out. Please give it a pre-order if you enjoy my work here. Meantime, here is our weekly note to the cafe community. Happy Friday, everybody. Keep sending me thoughts, questions, or comments to letters at cafe.com. By this time next week, we'll know the results of the 2022 midterm elections. Given current public polling and the historical record, Republicans likely will take control of the House and maybe the Senate too. If Republicans do take over Congress, the impact will, of course, be wide and pronounced. Today, I want to focus on one narrow but important question. If Republicans seize control of the House or the Senate, what implications will that have for the Justice Department? Specifically, Will a Republican majority House or Senate have the power and the political will to interfere with DOJ's ongoing investigations of Donald Trump and others on January 6th and the classified documents at Mar-a-Lago? How might congressional efforts to derail the Justice Department play out? Could a new majority Republican House or Senate squash DOJ's cases and ride to Trump's rescue Now, Republicans quite likely will win control of the House and perhaps the Senate, too. Every president over the past 80 years has lost House seats in his first midterm, except George W. Bush in 2002, while he was still riding a wave of public support a year after the 9-11 attacks. Donald Trump, Barack Obama and Bill Clinton lost 40, 63 and 52 House seats in their first midterms, respectively. Democrats currently hold a narrow 220 to 212 House edge with three seats vacant. So if Republicans pick up just five net seats next week, then Nancy Pelosi will hand the speaker's gavel over to Kevin McCarthy in all likelihood. Incumbent presidents typically fare a bit better, but still poorly on balance in their first Senate midterms. Given the current 50-50 split, Democrats have no margin for error. So... As DOJ's investigations of Trump progress, what specifically might a Republican majority House or Senate do to throw prosecutors off track? Let's run through the possibilities. First, impeachment. House Republican leaders are fond of baring their teeth and growling about impeachment. Representative Jim Jordan, who appears likely to chair the Judiciary Committee if Republicans prevail, was asked in July whether Garland's impeachment would be on the table. He responded, quote, Yes, everything will be on the table. I want to stress everything. Other Republicans already have drafted impeachment resolutions against Garland over his position on threats against school board members on COVID-related issues and on the search of Mar-a-Lago. It's become a parlor game among congressional Republicans to play Name That Impeachee with Biden cabinet members. Garland seems to be the second most popular target after DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. But this one is all bark, no bite. First, it's not entirely clear that the attorney general, any attorney general, is impeachable. Only one non-presidential executive branch official has ever been impeached in U.S. history, Secretary of War William Belknap in 1876. Now, the Constitution provides for impeachment of the president, the vice president, and quote, all civil officers of the United States. It's indisputable that federal judges qualify here. Fifteen of them have been impeached. But a Garland defender could argue that cabinet officials do not qualify as, quote, civil officers and that our history, with the one aforementioned exception over 140 years ago, supports this limitation. And then we get to the even ifs, even if the House could and did impeach Garland, which requires only a majority vote. There's no way the Senate reaches the two-thirds threshold, 67 out of 100, necessary to convict and remove him from office, even if the Senate tips over to Republican control. And even if that somehow came to pass, the removal of Garland would by no means spell the end of the Trump investigations or any investigation. For one thing, Joe Biden is still president, so he'd pick the new AG or acting AG. At least temporarily, that would be current deputy AG Lisa Monaco, a CAFE alum. Some of us do go on to big things. And even if Republicans could take out the AG, they can't simply stop a case in its tracks. Maybe you can lop off the head of DOJ, but you can't kill its cases. So the threat of impeachment is a sensational attention grabber, but it's also hollow. Next, funding. Congress, of course, holds the power of the purse, and it's a time-honored tradition for the majority party to threaten to withhold money from disfavored agencies. But stripping DOJ of its money is not quite as easy as a parent taking away the teenager's credit card. Federal funding for executive branch agencies typically is allocated at least a year in advance. It's not like DOJ operates on a weekly allowance. For fiscal year 2023, for example, DOJ will have a budget of around $37 billion dollars. As a practical matter, there's nothing the House or Senate can do at the moment to impact DOJ's core funding anytime between now and late 2024. And politically, it's tough to see Republicans who are running hard in these midterms on a tough-on-crime message defunding the nation's top law enforcement agency. Quick aside, enough please, of the constant campaign ads featuring grainy surveillance footage of people getting shot and robbed and punched out. Please and thank you. Third, investigations and hearings. After four years of playing defense on investigations by the Democratic-controlled House, Post-Muller, Trump's two impeachments, the January 6th Committee, House Republicans are frothing for payback. McCarthy already has vowed to use a new Republican majority to seek vengeance on everyone from his Democratic colleagues to innocent cell service providers who dared to comply with valid congressional subpoenas. McCarthy already has vowed to go after DOJ over the Mar-a-Lago search. In August 2022, he tweeted, "Quote: When Republicans take out the House, we will conduct immediate oversight of this department. Attorney General Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendar." End quote. A group of House Republicans sent a letter to Garland instructing him to preserve documents. Believe me, folks. Garland knows he can't destroy evidence in anticipation of congressional inquiries. Don't expect it to end there. If DOJ indicts Trump or other powerhouses or appears to be getting close, watch for a Republican-controlled House to step in and start demanding answers from Garland and his staff. That's not to say Garland will give Congress everything it wants or even anything of substance. He's enough of a seasoned professional that he surely will refuse to answer questions about ongoing investigations or the substance of any case. Members of Congress know full well that Garland can't and won't provide specific answers, but that may not stop them from pointing at him and yelling. Political show hearings could come at a real cost. They could compromise ongoing investigations, cause delay and distraction for prosecutors, and color the public's view of the Justice Department. We should take seriously the threat that a new Republican majority in Congress will disrupt DOJ's work or will try. Jordan and McCarthy have said they'll do just that without reservation, While some of the rhetoric is overblown, threats about impeachment and cutting federal funding make for cheap headline grabbing campaign fodder, DOJ could in fact soon face vexing challenges to its independence and autonomy. The Justice Department already has more than enough on its plate with the pending high stakes Trump investigations. Congressional interference can only make matters worse for all involved by injecting politics into prosecution. Stay safe and stay informed, everybody.